Hey, what's going on? It's your boy Joe Thunder back once again with another episode of the Smoking Joe Thunder podcast, podcast, podcast. Shout out to Be Good Dispensaries, our official sponsor. They're over there on 11 West Hampton. And if you're up north, they're on 120th across the highway from Boondocks. Shout out to the homie Elvis. He's here with us, rolling up, you know what I'm saying? But we got a dope, we got a dope, dope podcast for you today, man. We got lyricists in the building, you know what I mean? He's definitely on the top. Of the most lyrical cats out there, man. It's killer. They call him Killer Priest. Man, Wu Tang affiliate. What's good, my brother? Chilling, bro. What's How up? you doing? Man, I'm having a good time. Man, just got into town. How you like it, man? It's like a little more slow paced. Every time I come out, man, it's nice. I love. I, I just love the mountains and the, the sky. I love the nature part. Oh uh, yeah, you say you don't smoke weed no more though. You had to give it up. Yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. I don't know how for how for long. You know how long. How long it'll last? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But hey, but how long have you ride. been? How long have you not smoked? Maybe like three years. Okay, damn. Yeah, yeah right. COVID. When everybody's supposed to have started. Bro, COVID, my yeah. shit went from here to yeah. here. <laughs> I went the opposite. I started getting more busy and work. Then we started doing the podcast and it jumped in another yeah. 25%. We yeah. just smoked. Man, yeah, yeah, bro. yeah. More you know weed. I mean? More weed. Hey, yeah. being that this is your first time here, man, kind of let them know a little bit about you, kind of where you started, where you grew man. up, you know? Yo, uh, yeah, man. Um, Killer Priest, my, my uh, genesis begins in Brooklyn uh, with the Jizza. And then, uh, you know, we we had a group. We used to do, he used to, he actually used to write, you know, write with me and stuff like that. So that, and then um, he told me about his cousin and then, Boom, Wu Tang was born right. with the Staten Island. Started, got down. Rizzo loved me and uh, kind of you know, kind of start plugging you in, right? Yeah, start plugging me in from there. We started. We he developed another group called Grave Diggers. Put me down oh, with that. Shit. Then I developed a group called Sons of Man at the same time. So and then it was all a part of the same family. All the ne- same network, right? Yeah, yeah. How'd you actually meet Jizza? Uh, he lived around the corner from me. Okay. Yeah, lives around the corner for me. This is, is way back. This is before rap. This is before we doing anything. You know, he he was just kids on it. the block, just yeah. kicking it, right? Yeah, playing high and go seek. Uh, he took all a li- Yeah, he was older than me, and he took a liking to me because you know I was about knowledge and stuff, and he was a five percenter. Right. But I would listen. I would just listen. I I, I just like listening to people. Knowledge. Yeah, I like soaking up stuff. For I get that from my uncle. My uncle used to be. They said he was crazy. And so, but it used to spark my interest because he was always, I was always curious, yeah. curious when my uncle started talking about the Bible and blaming his wife for leaving him. He just had stories and stuff. Stories for days. He called huh? his wife the devil. And I was like, damn, why you say that? But he really said it. He said she was like, I had beady eyes. And- he like broke it down, <laughs> broke it down. Meant it. That's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> I say, what what kind of made you you know, grasp knowledge at such an early age? Was it just the stories, like you're saying? Yeah, babe, a lot of stories, and um, my uh, uh, my mother used to ask me the same thing. Yeah, put up. I used to like. I don't know. I just. I guess I, I like listening a lot. I just like like I found it intriguing to to um, sponge up as much stuff that I could because it's such a big world. Right, especially where you're coming from, man. I mean, you're like in the golden era of hip-hop growing up. You know what I mean? I mean, you got probably mad people around you, people coming and going type shit. Yeah. I was uh, was like Rudolph the Red Nose right now. I was never never the first, but I was always... Because my mom's with my mom's. I had to go down south and I missed a couple of parts. So when I came back, me and my nephew, Uh I had to choose a name. And everybody else had these... Dope names and things like that. So I, I had to choose a name. So my first name was 
He get Walter the Water of Love. That's my first name. Walter the Water of Love, huh? You trying to give these women your love or what? Is that what it was? And that was a rap. I was trying to rap hardcore too yeah. with the name Water of Love. Hardcore with the Water of Love. Hold on. That's that's, yeah. that's like fucking catch. I might put out an album called The Return of Walter the Water of Love. I mean, How did you finally come up with the name Killer Priest? Um at, uh, through Rizza. Rizza and um in sixty sec. And grave diggers. When I was I wanted something very haunting. Very crazy because we was doing the whole um, the killer killer shit. Horror, right? Yeah, 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 horrorcore. And uh, so I wanted the name just to be something crazy. But I was always trying to kick righteousness in it to keep it like like uh, Rizzo said, um, blood sucked the poor that sucked us, uh -huh. or uh, pores with a dig up the the mind of the mentally dead. I was gonna ask you, man, in your in your opinion, what kind of influences Rizzo on hip hop, man? Who Rizzo? Rizzo is a lot of uh, he. Um, Broke the mold because he had no, he had a plan, and he brought in a bunch of the first time that happened, a bunch of artists like almost super that was group solo, yeah, super right? group. He came in with a, a real super group, and it was, unst it was structured, but to the public, unstructured. We just had a numerous amount of studio time, and it was just, it was beautiful. Hey, did you have any music that was lost in the flood when the studio? Flood? Yes. Oh my goodness. Oh, oh man, man. Is that a the original flood? Bible. That hurt so bad, word, and I had to redo it. And it, and it I, didn't, never comes out the same, though. Nah, man. It's not, not like the first time, bro. I know what you're talking about. I try to record shit over and over, and yeah, it's just, you know, keeping, it's just like, the beat was different. I mean, it, I was like, fourth, what's that part? Uh-uh. My, my, my. She can't, can't find it. Man. Hurts, man. It hurts. Did you lose like a lot of music, like a whole album? Um, no, nah, not a whole album, but I lost uh, songs. I lost... Uh, Music that was a part of mm -hmm. certain songs. I guess he lost that. Yeah, lost a couple of things. Man, yeah. how about how did y'all? Was it hard getting motivated to kind of start all over when that happened? No, because <laughs> it was like, just a, no. It was the music that was already that was there, but to re-record it, yeah. yes. Yeah, I, I I didn't have the same feeling. Like if you told me to do it over again, and I'm already used to that. It's the pressure was on me, so I'm not gonna. I'm gonna be a little bit more stiff. I'm gonna be not, you know, with expectations. It's not gonna feel as. So look, y'all, the Bible that everyone likes, it's not even the original one. Oh shit! Yeah. How about wild. that? Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's like the second or third version. Yeah, I got the. Yeah, I get that from Priest. So the first one was like the beat was even chunkier, you know, and it was just like a flow. The first first one wasn't even on that beat, so it was just a rhyme. Mm -hmm. And I would just do the first verse, and then Jizza said he would put it on my album, on his album, if I do another verse and make it into a song. Because that Bible was just a rhyme. Okay. Was it something that you said, just Yo. <laughs> <laughs> Why don't you do the basic? I was like, oh, yeah. <laughs> hey, what was the first track they put you on? <laughs> as far as the Wu-Tang. Uh, let me see. Right off top. Was it the Bobby Digital? Uh, it, would, it would be something that I probably wouldn't. Let me see. First track. That's a good question. Oh, man. Hold on. Let me think about it. As far as where all the group? No, nah, just like the first kind of like, you know what I mean? Whether it was like Rizzo oh, or Oh, it, it was Diary of a Madman. Okay. It was uh, Grave Diggers. Okay. So I worked kind of backwards because... And even when I jumped on that, it was just something I didn't really 
know what I, I'll be honest, I didn't really know what I was doing in the studio. Right. So so when RZA said, "Yo, just because I was I was used to rhyming." Just freestyle on probably the, the sideline. As long as you can. Yeah, we all in the studio, but I was just rhyming on the studio. So when he said, get in the booth, he said, yo, Priest, this is you. Matter of fact, it was Shabazz's disciple that came and got me. And um, I was like, oh, man, this is what I got. Thousand doors to choose. I just said it. And I was a big fan of Method Man, so I tried to, if you look, here's the East Egg, I tried to rhyme like Method Man right. on that track. <laughs> and you, How did you kind of get into hip-hop or rap music? My nephew, my, uh, I catered that to my nephew and to my block. It was like, they was like, you know, we separated. My nephew was into, he was. What like, was he bumping? Um, Rockham and all that, uh, all, that yeah, all that stuff. And he would come back. And I saw so when I got into Rockham mm -hmm. at Eric B, he would come back and go, take my tape and threw it down. I said, Rakim's done. I said, wow. He said, I got this guy, Big Daddy Kane. And I go, what? Puts it in. And it blew me away. Man. I was like, who is this dude? Right. You know what I mean? It was like, here I am, R-A-W. Once I heard that, I was I was floored. Man. I was like, damn. And he lived up the block. I was going to say, were there any other like famous rappers that made it that kind of were in your neighborhood or on your block? Yeah, Kane, Jay-Z, Biggie, all of them. So, but I was older than Biggie. So, but it was Jay Z and Jazzo. So they would come through my block. It was like a mecca. So to get to Doctor York, this is a strange guy. You know, what I mean, I want to say that for all the Doctor York fans. He, his name was Iman Esau. He had a studio, uh -huh. and they would go to his studio. So I would go to the studio with Jizza. We would record. And shout out to my man Barry B. What was um Jizza's first name? The Genius. Justice, a larger, huh? Then he had like an album, he had like a, a single yeah, where yeah, he's like all GQ'd out. The Genius. Okay. Heck yeah. That's the name he went by. And was he older than you or younger? He's, he's, he's older than he's me. He's older, it was like what, how many years? About like five. So like the freshman kind of senior type thing? Yeah, 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 yeah. So I wouldn't dare, um, before I started, I wouldn't dare even rhyme with Jizza back then. Like I wouldn't, because I, I, I just took it like, took my time. So it took me a long time to rhyme. You're trying to perfect it. Yeah, I was into myself and I would not speak. I would just, I would just go in my my house uh -huh. and I would tell my nephew and he would be like, yo, that's all right. So when I started feeling, it, it's not until I got away when I said, when I came back and I finally kicked around the jizza and he was like, let me hear another one. And I said, oh, okay, I'm on this song. You're definitely like kind of well polished by the time you kind of spit some for him, right? Oh yeah, you yeah. Wanted to yeah. make sure, like, because yeah. I mean, you're I was, around elite company, yeah. right? My man Westford, I got, I got, I was into the pro black, and uh, so a lot of the skills I was doing, like, I had this one, black is beautiful, remind, oh, black is beautiful, it's suitable, remind your own mind it's nice and suitable, it's the color of your skin, remain the same, and it's gained the bang, powerful to your name, to give back. You know, I was, I was, it was rhyming like that. That was a right. part, but. I started thinking like, well, you know what? I can say anything I want. It's kind of crazy because I, I always thought outside the box. I said, if we rhyming back here, but I I, I didn't want to break any rules. Right. And I was like, nah, I can't. I got to stay right here. Uh -huh. But, you know, it's until I got a little older. That's a start experience. How would you like describe your style once you kind of got everything going? Uh, um, passion. I was, it was me. It was just passion. Um, my style 
it was like I said, I'll take you. It was it was very uh it's complicated. Right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's complicated. But you understand it. You understand it. Right. Once you break it down and really I was serious I was very serious. I would not lose. If it was a battle, it's like I would that would mean death for me. I was like, oh man, so that developed my character. And Were you a battle rapper? Yeah, I was. I started out, definitely. Yeah, I started out. And you like battling? Yeah. I liked it. It was it was the tense it was intense. When we first started, and then just like once I get into it, man. It's once like, you get in the groove, it's on, man. It's just like a formula one. But I, I didn't freestyle. I, I just I wrote all my rhymes. So I used to write all my rhymes, memorize them, and then you know later on you get a little lazy, you can just do it. And I don't I, I don't memorize it as as much. But I write in the studio though. You have any crazy ciphers with the with the woo? Yeah, definitely. Um, a lot, a lot. So I would. After shows, I would go outside like a weirdo, and I would wait for rappers to come because they would always come around. Then you look over here; here's a cipher, mm -hmm. and then and you see all these dudes, man. And you met, we met a lot of guys through a lot of MCs now mm -hmm. today. Um, I would say, um, Immortal Technique, people like that, like great MCs, yeah. Big Pun. Um, just great MCs. Uh, 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 Razz cats. Cannab cannabis. It's cats with bars. Yeah, yeah, cats with bars. What do you think about cats nowadays, bro? Like, I mean, there's still cats with bars, but I mean, there's a lot of, lot of like, baloney. You know what I mean? It's driven, it's more about harmony now. If you listen to oh, somebody, the yeah. The Drake shit. Yeah, it's all about harmony. You know, it was like, it's Method Man and Red, it's Method Man, Buster Rhymes, and Dirty. Escalated 2.0, so it's like it was hard to do what they did now. Right. I mean, back then, but they could skip all over them now. It's like, yeah. it's like, damn, how's Method Man flowing like that? You know, I came in the brain, but now it's like they, these the uh, the kids now, the MCs, they can flow like that all day long. They got Dre, they bouncing. So so many it, different like styles. Yeah, it's more feeling. Hey, what was it like being around Dirty? Because like you said, when you listen, like I think I think someone was telling me like. They were playing like old dirty bastard back in the day, and their uncle walked in, and he's like, "This is what you're listening to. like." Just them. people don't get it. You know what I mean? Like, Dirt, <laughs> dirty Osiris was, uh, you know, me and him was probably one of the closest. You know what I mean? So he would always come because he wanted to sign me out of the, you know, he was the dirty bastard. So he did that. He didn't want Jizzy to have me. So he's like, "Yo, man, Dirty was so crazy, man. He was, but he was just smart in his own way. But he was a classic." Definitely a classic. Shout out to his son, Barsha. He was just here just not too long ago, like a couple of days ago. Oh. Was trying to get the podcast, like, you know what I mean? And yeah. Just didn't work. But it seems like he's been in Denver, like, a lot. You know what I mean? Oh, okay. Hmm. I was telling someone, like, him and um, Chris Rios need to start a group. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Lil Pun, yeah, yeah, you know what yeah, I mean? You yeah, yeah. oh, got son is nice, too, though. Yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah. A lot of these, yeah. My a lot, sons, of, a lot of people yeah. don't know. You Do you rap? Yeah. Oh, I didn't even know yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, what do you go by? Just, or tell me your Instagram real quick, man, so they can oh, check yeah. out your music. <laughs> Yo, my name is um on Instagram. Yeah. Uh Roll Noah D Solo. You know what I mean? If you know One Piece, that's what that's how you spell it. You know what I mean? Roll Noah D Solo. Um I go by Solo Gems, that's my artist name. My name is Solomon. Check me out. Definitely gonna have to check. I didn't even know, bro. Like, yeah, shit. he's yeah, on my Are you gonna perform with you tonight, or what? Or you guys got any music together? That's uh, yeah, well, well, y'all yeah, working we, on it. Yeah, we did songs together. He's on my on my last. He's on my last album. He's on. Uh, he's on the album, The Offering. My album, The Offering with Nas. You got an yeah. album with Nas? Well, uh, he's on my album. 
Yeah, yeah. I was like, well, because you know how a lot of cats do that nowadays. That's actually the shit to do, bro. Yeah. yeah. You could, you know who had had the genius that really kind of took it next level is Burner. Who? Burner? The uh, weed guy. The cookie, no, the cookies guy. Um, you know what I'm talking about? You yeah, know what I'm talking yeah. about? He, he started Cookies, Burner. He got albums with Snoop, Young Dolph, the lot, like everyone. You he, you, you know, like Cookies is like the um, supreme of weed. And he oh really, yeah, cookies, cookies. He yeah, really yeah, blew yeah. the fuck up on that. You yeah, know what yeah. I mean? Shout out, yeah. Shout and out um, he, like, he probably would go to Snoop and be like, "I give you like you know point zero percent of my brand to do an album, and that's still going to be millions and millions of dollars." And you got to go whole album with Snoop. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, albums with Young Dolph, um, Be Real, right? Um, Mozzie. I mean, it's crazy, bro. This one got music for days. You know what I mean? Big up. Yeah. Hey, I was gonna ask you throughout like throughout your career, were there any kind of times? That you wanted to stop rapping? Like, was there anything there? Everything kind of like just kind of like shit was going wrong, or have you always kind of remained positive throughout everything? I, I, you know what? Um, no, I, I always okay. After Geffen, after um, being on a major label. I kind of like I, I kind of like set a vengeance after being on MCA uh, Geffen and MCA. I, I started saying as, when I started, I left them. They I never got right. dropped, never. So I was always militant. So after this guy named Louis Lombard explained to me that we make a little bit for what they make. You know, we get advanced and everything. I went on a tear like after that. They're not doing me like that. It was using me like that, and um, I kind of like always. I love hip hop, man. I don't. I don't. I always made a comeback, like a like use something for, for a stepping stone to. I never compromised myself. Right. And I always use things and. Uh, You're always climbing the mountain. Yeah, exactly. So I would know. I would. I never felt defeated enough to want to quit. What's the pluses about being on a label? That's because what's football. the negatives about being on a label? Because you said you left, right? Yeah, it's a uh, because it's a machine. The plus is it's a machine. You get everything. It's a smoke and mirror. You get every you get everything, but then again, you have to have your team working with you. That's for you. Plus is it's a it's a machine. Right. The the con is it is that you get your your product. You're not you know you don't get the you don't have creative control. Even though they say they will. You want creative control. Day, it's nothing like your own. You want creative control. You want to control your own thing. You want your own label. Yeah. <laughs> you just want to be able to fart when you want to fart. Yeah. You do whatever you want to do. Yeah, like yeah, and not yeah, have yeah. someone like Pro- backdoor you. Or, I mean, I'm sure that shit exactly. happens all the time. Oh, yeah, we'll make that the single before, you know, yeah. some other bullshit comes on. You're like, what the fuck? Yeah, they hired these. Yeah, because, you, you know, you know, they hired some cats that don't know that's in your music. They might be into... Uh, Somebody else, you know what I'm saying? But they listen to you because it's a job. <laughs> right. You know, you got they got to be for you. So when you're doing your own thing, you know your team, you know what you want, and you know... It's more organic. Mom. Yeah. And it's people that really fuck with your music and not just someone there collecting a check. You that's know right. I mean? That's right. Do your own things, y'all. I was going to ask you, what did you think about that top 50 or top 100? Like, <laughs> Wait, who are that? these people that even did this shit? You know what I mean? Like, Thank you. Yeah, like, let, let me do the top 10 country. Yeah. See see if they get mad at me. I think you would have to <laughs> if you did a top like fifty, you would have to break it down into like fifty categories. Like yeah. Best MC, best lyricist. You yeah. know what I mean? 
best you have trio. Susie anymore. working up there. Oh man, look at him. he's he's fly. Let's make him a bar is not. I have a brand new car. It's not a bar. Right. <laughs> I just rolled the. Ooh, that's a dope bar. <laughs> right. And I got the rolly. You heard what he said? We didn't go crazy over what you got. A bar is is when you put words together that mean something, and the whole thing draws together means something. You know. What made you start barring up? Uh, just self. I push myself. Will self will. Uh, the old I learned from the oldest, the uh, the eldest, which is uh, Rakim, and I think it was a spurt and um, uh, Kane, Coogee rap. And KRS One. Oh, the classic, bro. I'm a combined of all of that. And, K- and Chuck D. And then there's always somebody I want to say that I don't get to say a lot. Because what I said, when somebody asks me, I'm always bring up, you know, their name. And I can't remember. I always forget it. Go ahead. And you said your favorite MC is Slick Rick, right? It's my best favorite MC ever is Slick Rick. I have to I have to agree with that, man. He's in my top five. Yeah. He's great. I I love this vo- voice. His uh, swagger, the his swagger, fuckers. the stories. I got a story to tell. I went crazy. The original storyteller, huh? Yeah. Bronx, the Bronx. Do you have a favorite Slick Rick song? Oh, hey, Young World. I have to go with Mona young. Lisa, man. Once he gets on that, yeah, that yeah. middle part and he starts yeah. talking that shit, it's like yeah. next level. I like all of it. I, only, I can't even break it down. Like That's the only record that I listen to straight through. And maybe Brand Nubian. That brand first is hard, brand bro. new being yeah. first album, I I said, man, this, these guys are beautiful, man. It was like a knock, like a coming back from a slick Rick. For, for me, my personal love for hip hop. I know some people. I was, we were just talking about this the other day. Like some people really don't realize how much classic hip hop songs or rap songs Sadat X is on, bro. Like he's on some Wild classic Cowboy. Fifty MCs, yeah, Frankie Cutlass, fucking Tony Touch, all you know what I mean. Yeah. Sixty Minutes. Classic voice. The God, peace to the God. And he lived around my way too. Yeah. Hey, do you ever did you ever fuck with Guru? He's like one of my top five too, bro. <laughs> Guru puns. Yeah, me and Guru, man. All right, Pete. He's a good friend of mine. And we did a lot of crazy fun stuff, man. He was a lot he's, of drinking. Yeah, at, he loved uh, to drink the, 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 Heine- yeah. the, the Heinekens. <laughs> no, he was Hennekins, Hennessy. Hennessy. <laughs> a lot of Heinekins, I guess, when he around. But when I was, we was at the club, and he was, it was. I got a funny story about it. Hell yeah, yeah, Guru man. Well, he was drinking one night, and he got drunk, and he wanted to fight. So he like, um, he clearly didn't know it was know it was me, but he was looking right at me, and he was just like, oh, after they already held him and brought him out. So I was going in, and. They, they was always holding him. His legs, he had no legs. I go, yo, Guru, man, you all right? He goes, F you mother effer. He didn't know it was you, though, right? Yeah, he, he looked me in the eyes. He didn't really know. He cocked back his hand like this. He swung, uh-huh. and he, like, missed me. Like, uh, this is like, because he swung like a drunk. Like, I'm here. Yeah. He swung here. Like, he would just hit this, uh-huh. and he fell down. <laughs> oh, shit. So and he like so much up. momentum that he yeah. just kind of took himself I helped him up. Right? He goes, Get off of me. Get off of me. <laughs> we in the bounce and put him in the car. He sobered up. I sat, and I sat with him. He sobered up. And it was it was kind of hilarious. All right, Pete. Sounds like he used to get down, man. You know what I mean? Nah, that was a drunk That was a drunk rage. What about the tunnel? You got any tunnel stories? Yeah, wow. Who does it? Crazy, man. It was was it wild, like, wild place. 
Like I hear it went down there. Like like they would make you take off your boots, looking for fucking. There's a lot of fights. It was uh, what was crazy was the um the unisex bathrooms. I when I walked in there, somebody was having. <laughs> it was just crazy. It was just guy girl bathroom. You, right. Everybody go to the same bathroom. It was crazy. That was crazy. That was unique, but that was so New York. Because ha- having probably us. never see that anywhere else besides the yeah, studio. Yeah, like, not maybe yeah. nowadays, but back then, you know what I mean? Yeah, that was the flyest part. That was so crazy. You go to the bathroom, girls are in it, guys, are in it. it's just crazy. Like on Belly. Yeah, that's where they probably got the idea from. You know what I'm saying? They make that. They made that after the tunnel, because right. Nas was in it, and DMX, and they definitely was in the tunnel. Do you have a favorite rap movie? <laughs> Crush Groove. Hell yeah. A Wild Style. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Crush Groove is my shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Buffy, you know what I mean? When he's all fucking eating, when he like takes, makes yeah, a cake like, for his uh, like fucking lunch. I he's like ironing his shoestrings and shit. Yes, I remember those fucking shoestrings, bro. Like, yeah. I'm, I'm telling you, bro. I'm, we're the same age, bro. So yeah. British Knights. I remember when fucking Felix first came out. Like, yeah. Oh shit. You yeah. Felix. Felix like, was the best looking sneaker to me. Right. That's the dopest sneaker. And those jumpsuits, man. Those shits were fucking. Eight, nine, a hundred bucks. They weren't like the Adidas suits. You know what I mean? Yeah. My dream was, yeah, it was. Uh, my dream was to have an uh, all white Adidas suit with the blue stripes, dark blue, with a doo doo rag. That was with white on white. That was just my dream and a oh, gold man. chain. Hell yeah. I used to draw myself like that. Hey, another group that, um, you became a part of was the Four Horsemen. How did that happen, man? Because there, there's some cats with bars right there. And one thing, like, people don't give Krupp a lot of credit, man, because they label him as a gangster, but he got yeah. bars for days. Man. He busses. He, he he impressed me the most on the album. He went crazy on that because he gave it his 110 each, each rhyme. So the Horseman started way back with me, Cannabis, and he brought the idea to me. And me and Raz was on. Raz said that he, I think Raz really came up with it, told him, and they told me. And, um, Raz has always been like a, a part of like like groups like that. You know what I'm talking yeah. about? Like little, yeah. you know, I don't want to say. Um, yeah, I know, I know what you mean. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So that's what that's what got me. Um, you say cannabis came to you? Yeah, he wants to. Yo, I went, I went, yo, we want to do a group together, man. Called the Four Horsemen. It's gonna be me, you, Raz, corrupt. That's it. I. Did you think it was possible? Yeah. Or were so, you yeah, like, let's give it a try, man. I, I, I respected everybody that was on there, so I was like, oh man, I never met Corrupt, and then um, then that's when I met Corrupt. You know? We knew of each other, but right, but you it. never actually just met him. Yeah, then flew out to L.A. and we started working. You guys like recorded the whole album, right? Yeah, and we actually did it that album in the studio. That's what I was about to ask. Like, was it people sending in verses, or did y'all all meet up and? Nah, we we, met, we was in the studio. How long was that? Like, it was like, funny. Everybody had their managers. It was. It was one of the funniest ego tripping weird. We don't even have to ego, but it was so funny, man. It's like a <laughs> everybody had managers in there. We are we are we are underground rap group, right? And, and it was just like, and I think we we the idea behind Slaughterhouse. I think we kind of gave them that ambition, right? What's your favorite um track that y'all put out? Horseman talk, <laughs> yeah. Heck yeah. You guys got any plans to kind of do do some more, or do you think hey, man, is I'm that always, it? Is that a rap or? I'm always, I'm always, I'm always open. I mean, Raz will tell you different. I, you know, Raz will let me know. 
Yeah, you know, that's my brother right there. So whatever you want to do, I'm with it. Hell yeah. How'd you meet Raz? Me and Raz, we, we, we painted the city. We painted the town so many times, and we got the same type of um, vibe, you know what I mean? We like the same things. And uh, me and Raz met at Geffen, I believe, my, my label at the time, and I think he was doing something for Dr. Dre. It was, and I was like, yo, I thought that dude was nice, met him. And that was it, it was cool. We met up at the label, something. Oh, I got him on the song. I but I knew him before that, though. Who yeah. else was like on your label? Roots. You ever fuck yeah. with them or? Yeah, hell yeah. They actually used my video, that concept for um, You Made Me mm-hmm. or whatever, when everybody was dead. That was mine, that was mine first. And uh, was we it one of those shoot. scenes where you talked about it and you got done like fucking yeah, six because, weeks later and you're yeah. like, fuck, I should have done that shit. Yeah, because how are we not going to shoot? We was, oh, They were always planning for me to shoot a video for Bible. Mm-hmm. Notice we never shot a video for Bible. And that was going to be the second single off of Jizz's single, off of Jizz's album. That's my, I was like, wow. So they're going to shoot the video and we have a meeting and everything. I'm like, oh man, this is crazy. And then the, the uh, label stagnated man it's just crap I was like waiting I was you know you got you listening to the, these people mm-hmm. quote unquote that sit up in high places telling you dictating to you what's going to happen and then we're sitting there and then until you need you know somebody to come through and represent you right. know so it's like so by the time they figured out it's too late yeah labels close then what you going to do our label just folded. They told me last. <laughs> I was like, "Word for real." Damn. Then MCA picked me up. I'll give you a good interview right now. But MCA picked me up last. <laughs> I was like, "I didn't get that." Um, so you know, Don P. Shout out to Don P. Foxy Brown. So I was working with uh, Don P. at the time. Shout out to Wendy Goldstein. Raz ain't gonna like this. Well, <laughs> shout out to Wendy. But Wendy's the one who signed me. They can't, they can't stand. They can't stand. Yeah. And so after that, I was like, yo, man, I'm ready to go. And Wendy Day came and talked to me. And I suppose I had, you know what I mean? That was it. So I was like, man, I'm going to do my own label. Shout out to Master P because he was doing that from the get-go. And he did it when I was doing it. So right. look at that. I started learning. I was like, man. And that's why those album covers like his was looking because you have to get your own artists. You have to get like your yeah. own steeds. You got to yeah. stick out. Without the internet back then. <laughs> Imagine that. Now, How I you going to do that? I remember being in L.A. at that time and all the bus stops and all the benches you would see his, his yeah. albums on. You know what Billboards I mean? and you're like, damn, who, who do we? So I learned a lot. I've always been about like, I call that, that guerrilla marketing, man. Put it in the streets and put it everywhere. And, yeah. You know I mean, people recognize it and people start. And then internet it. comes, you don't need none of that. No. Now they got AI. <laughs> so it gets crazy. I don't know. What do you it's, think it's, of AI? Is it too it's much? It's crazy, man. I think it's it's incredible. It's where we're going. So I'm ready. And it's like, I'm going to utilize it mm-hmm. to my best ability. Are we going to have like an AI song? And what I mean by that is, are we going to have an artist where AI writes the whole song for him? You already do. They're called ghostwriters. <laughs> true that. True that. Haunted. <laughs> have you ever ghostwritten for anyone? Uh... You can't. Uh, you can't say. I did a lot of writing. I did a lot of stuff. Uh, do, yeah, I did a lot of writing. 
when I think of like big camps like that, I think of like everyone participating. You know what I mean? Is that really what it is? Like everyone's kind of like even when you hear like the Dr. Dre, like twenty people in there. I mean, every, people writing different beats going. You know what I mean? Just the fucking yeah, yeah. Sword shopping swords. That's what we say. Exactly, man. So we in there. Um, and let me clear this up, and you know, because you know I love when because uh, my man <laughs> he put it out. Like I said, I was. This it, it was a friendly diss. When when I did Judge Wisely, when I did Fourth Chamber, um, it wasn't to diss them, but we was that's what we do. We sharpened each other. So I was like, I judge wisely. Right. Is it nothing? That, I was talking to the to the room. You know, what I'm saying it's nothing never surprised me. So it's like I take it out of my rap, and I was pretty sure they did too. But they was joking on me, right. and I was the I was the head of, I was the head of the joke. So I took it out. They kind of pushed me to take it out on my lyrics. And that's how that came. Hey, sometimes it happens, man. You know yeah. what I mean? And I thought it was, I didn't think it was that strong. Because RZA came in and then I was like, yeah, people like that. <laughs> They're obviously noticing or paying attention. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Hey, you got a lot of new music going on now, right? Yes. Talk about all the new stuff you got on or the stuff you just dropped. Right now, I got my own label. I got my own podcast. We could take about it's my itch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All that shit. So I got my own podcast. My I see son you looking nice and crispy, bro. I want to say, yeah, like the peach shirt on, right? Like the, yeah. not not the pink Cameron, but the peach. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, thanks, bro. man. Yeah, yeah, people say that, yeah. For sure. So I do, I do, um... My, my my son Solo Gems, he's co-hosting with me. Oh, nice! And shout out to my man AD. He's uh, the engineer, and so we only on two times a week. Okay. So I want to go harder. I want to keep going harder and harder and harder. Get that Joe Rogan. You know what I mean? So but every, every, every day, day would be nice, bro. But that's just rough. Day and night. I know. Oh, because they control. I heard we'll talk about that later. Yeah, I don't want nobody to control my content though. So. Once again, owning your own label, owning your yeah, own. Yeah, yeah, I noticed that. Yeah, you're right about that. So, um, so yeah, I got a podcast, and through the podcast, I, I do the music. So, I got my own label, Proverb Record, still, and I got a group that I'm, I'm working on now. It's called they're called Royal Preset, uh, Kai Zodiac, Cap Jones, okay. um, K9, uh, L. A couple of uh, a couple of dudes that I'm working with, and uh, so producers such as Mob, and um, I'm gonna watch his Marco Buddha, and um, Cover Cover Boy, and my man Voltage. Straight up, Voltage is like one of the dopest beat makers. Where's he from? He's from L.A. Okay. Yeah. Who got better beats, bro? L.A. or New York? Or in between? L.A. has better music. New York got better beats. It used to be like that. You know who I'd like to hear you <laughs> on a track with? Have yeah. you ever heard of Reverie? Yeah. She's she, from yeah, LA. Yeah. She got bars too, bro. I got, being yeah, she's dope, yeah. I did this song with her. Oh, we yeah. corrupt and um yeah, we did it for Moon Rocks. Okay. Oh, oh I know, actually now yeah, yeah, I know yeah, what you're talking about because yeah. I checked out her music and I know yeah. what you're talking about. Yeah, Reverie is dope. Yeah. What do you think of Moon Rocks? Oh, well, it's different now. Huh? Some good shit, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I I was a part of that whole beginning, you know what I mean? So Shout out to my man Danny. Yeah, man, that's some that's some that shit gets you high, <laughs> like real, real high. You yeah, know what I'm look at that. Second, because I gotta perform, man. I oh, can't. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I can, I can that second hand smoke. Uh, yeah. I was gonna say, what, what new music you got coming out, man? <sighs> All right, so, um, man, starting 
during COVID, I got the Rocket of Nebula. You can get that, and y'all can all get that on my website. So it's uh, killerpriest.tv, and you can shop there. And I have shirts. And got also. a gang of CDs on there. I was checking out last night. Yeah, I'm even selling teas too. So I'm very I'm a tea connoisseur now. And um, we are teachers. I call myself a teacher. So it's teacher. <laughs> so chai in, chai in China, Chinese or Mandarin, it means tea. So I'm tea tea. I also got um. So right now I'm, I got a, a album out right now called. Forest of the Happy Ever After, everywhere on all platforms, and my new album coming out soon is called Vedic Vic Room. Did yeah. you like a lot of features or not a lot? Do you have a cut? Any I don't have no features. There? I don't. I'm not. I'm not looking you for features. Feature yeah. I did all of that. It's like I'm just going in. You know, only person that's featured with me is my son, okay. or somebody around like, close to the click, because they coming up and uh, they got they got the future in their whole thing. So it's like. They're gonna be taking over, so I'm, I'm, I'm gonna pass the torch like, yo, y'all get on this and do this. And that's what we needed, bro. I have two more sons too. Um, oh, nice. Z Man, he's been on the, on there on on my podcast, and uh, he he rhymes too. He's dope. And my oldest son, uh, Rudy Roots. That's what I'm saying, man. We need to pass the torch, and not give up as older cats. Yeah. And then the younger cats need to reciprocate that and take it in, and you know what I mean. At the same time, we work together, man. Because that's what we do. We make it. It's to make it better. If we're not making it better or making it greater, you know, uh, we, we came to make it better than the person that was before us. Step right. on their shoulders to make it better. What are we still doing? In Egypt. We got to be better than Egypt. Egypt was great, but we are great. We got to be even greater. You know what I'm saying? For sure. For sure. Hey, do you have any kind of any knowledge for the youngsters out there nowadays? Yeah, never compromise never compromise your style. Stick to what you're gonna do. Put your all into it. Don't give up your power to anyone. Uh that's it. Never compromise. Go for it. And what he's saying right there is don't be signing those contracts, or at least make sure you have two or three people read that shit before you. Not one, not your cousin or your brother. And stick to what got you there. Yeah, exactly. What makes you and be real, passionate, and never be scared to be more creative. Oh yeah, man, that's some that's some dope shit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Oh, oh shit, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah, man. Sit. So I got to get up out of here, bro. Cause I uh, know you got a show. We got you yeah. got a show in what about a, about a, about an hour? Yeah, about eleven, eleven thirty. Yeah. Gonna so. be at the Bar Red. I don't know if y'all checked them out, man, but they've had some dope shows lately. Yeah. They're having Killer Priest tonight. Right. They have Funk Dubious, they had Tash, yep. Elder Sensei, Sadat, the list goes on, and Afro, shit. You yeah. do some cool little shit, man. Hey, give me your social media. And yeah, man, come on through, man. Out. And shout out, man, my my um my son, Solo Gems, he be doing his, he be doing his. uh his Yeah, he be doing, he be, like every morning I do a live, mm -hmm. and I, I got to get back to it where I just talk on uh, my IG. He does the same thing. Okay. So every morning, plug your, plug your thing in. Uh, he does every morning. Solo Gems does a live, and he pl he, he talks about knowledge. He's twenty seven years old, and for his mind to be where he's at right there is phenomenal. Mm -hmm. I'm saying this because I'm like, man, I'm impressed. Real quick with your podcast, what kind of content do you cover, and and what what are you what are you trying to you know what I mean? Okay, I want people to grow, and that's the whole thing, and, and come up with solutions instead of uh, the question why. We could deal with that, and we could deal with everything. I'm talking about from God to common man, to a beggar, 
So we can go as far as how we want to do it as long as we try to educate it and make the world better. We talk about aliens. We talk about con anything that you want to talk about. We talk about female relationships, gender relationships, you know. Everything. Yeah, everything. Need to get Raz Kazem. All right, hey, he was on there. Oh, Raz is on one there? of the greatest. Yeah, he he's is, one of the greatest bro. I could talk to him for fucking hours, yeah. bro. Yeah. He told me thirty minutes. We did like an hour and a half. You That's know what right. I'm saying? Yeah. So shout out to the homie too. All the homies yeah. that you know yeah. supported, been on the podcast, yeah. all that good shit. So we are out of here. We got to get to the show, man. I definitely appreciate you again. Yeah. Gonna have to connect and link some more. Peace. Shout out, man. It's your boy Joe Thunder. You can find us on all platforms. Killer Priest Podcast Mondays. Wednesdays, Mondays, I'm going to say it again, Mondays and, Mondays and Wednesdays, um, Pacific Time, uh, Pacific Time is 5, Eastern Time 8. There you have it. Check them out. Check out the website, the new music. Check out his son. Check out the po our podcast. Everything. We everywhere. We out. Yeah. All, right. All right. Peace. Peace.